Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Week 10 of the NFL season is officially upon us, meaning we're halfway done in the regular season already. Um, the Packers and the Saints are coming off wins, looking to turn the season around. So me and Jenks are in good mood, you know, and uh, we got week 10 picks coming up for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And here we go, here we go! All right, getting right into our Week 10 picks. So Hammer and I both had great weeks this week in picks. We both went 11-3. and three. I think we flipped a couple of the games there. Uh, I think there were one or – I think it was one game we both got wrong, and we kind of flipped the – the people we picked, so it worked out perfectly. But 11 and 3 is solid record nonetheless. Uh, so Hammer is at the record of 86 and 50, and I'm at 82 and 52. So still four games back. So I got to make a few picks that are going to be kind of crazy this week, I think, to try and turn it around and catch up on Hammer. So getting right into the first game of the week, we got the, I would say, Tankathon, but the Panthers already traded away that number one pick for the next year. So they're screwed all in all. They, they really are. I'm not sure what they're going to do here. So they're going to try to win the game they've been trying to win every game but you see Bryce Young has two picks he had two pick sixes last week and just the offense is not looking good the other side you look at it the Bears and Bajan they they're looking all right you know I mean they're not looking great I'm not going to say that they're not looking good but they're looking all right like they they don't look absolutely awful last week against the Saints Bajan was running a good amount on the Saints defense who is a top five defense, maybe top 10, at least you could say either. Um, and their passing defense is good. And he was throwing the ball pretty well against them until towards, I mean, he had a couple picks and then I think there was two strips, two strips, two fumbles or something. It was just a rough game for the bears offense, but their defense was held the, held the saints to a respectable amount of points. So not awful. I think, I think they beat the, the Panthers here in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears, too. And like you said, you know, Carolina in tank mode, but they traded away that, you know, first round pick this year and they traded them to this team, the Chicago Bears. So, you know, it's a win win for the Bears. They got to go get this one. Yeah. And then next game, we got a German game again, game in Frankfurt, Germany. And 
Last week, the Chiefs and Dolphins unexpectedly, I think there was like 13 punts in that game. And this is going to be another game. Where there's a lot of punts. So that scoreboard that's hanging pretty low onto the field is going to get hit by a couple punts this week, I think. And it's going to be a lame game here, but I, I got the Colts winning versus the Patriots. I got the Colts still. Yeah, and it's, I mean, Colts, Patriots, like they're two teams that they're trying to find something, but they're not, <laughs> nothing's going right for them. Then the third game of the week, this is where, I think things get a little bit interesting. This is a game where both teams, it's a battle of defenses. Both defenses are extremely, extremely strong. So let me read off a few stats for you. So the Browns are first in three and out percentage, uh, yards, pa- passing yards, red zone attempts, first downs, and they're second in points. And then you look at the Ravens, the Ravens side of the ball, they're first in sacks, first in points, uh, passing touchdowns, touchdowns total, red zone touchdowns, and then second in rushing, rushing touchdowns. So both sides... Are kind of it's kind of a defensive battle here. Deshaun Watson is, is going to be put to the test. He hasn't had a great team he's played against yet against in his starts. He's played the Cardinals, Titans, Steelers, and Bengals, four teams that they're all right. They're nothing great. Uh, and then you look at Lamar, who has had 14 total touchdowns and only three picks, who when he needs to, when he's called upon, he balls out. But right now it's it's the rushing, it's the rushing attack for the Ravens that really is the most impressive part. Um Lamar Lamar Jackson had zero touchdowns last week. And guess what the final score of that game was? 37 to 3. So against a team that people are saying is a contender. So I think that's an interesting game. Um last week. And then the Ravens come into this one against a good defense, looking to do the same. So it's a little bit tough for me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ravens here. Uh, although the Browns are trying to do that kind of revenge game, they lost the Ravens last last time they played, but I think the Ravens win overall here. Yeah, I think when you look at the landscape of the NFL right now, the Ravens are probably the second-best team in the league beyond Philadelphia. So they're playing really good football on all three phases. You know what I mean? They got Justin Tucker, too, kicking extra points and field goals for them. Um, you know, that's a big factor, too. You know, this is going to be an ugly game. This is going to be a field position field position game. You know, two top defenses, you know, if, if you got to kick a long field goal, you got Jay Tuck. Yeah, I'm going to go Baltimore. They're at home, too. And like I mm-hmm. said, I think they're playing some of the best football in the league right now. Yeah, I like what you brought up with the with the contenders. Like, of all the contenders right now, if, if I had to pick a team, I think the Ravens look the most complete all around on both sides yeah. of the ball. So, the Ravens I'll, right now are the best team in the AFC. Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, the Chiefs, they're, they're good. They're looking solid. The Bengals look looking solid. But either the of them have clicked yeah. on both sides of the ball But here's game. the thing, and we've kind of known this about Baltimore – with Lamar Jackson in the past is they're good now, but when it's, you know, week 18 of the season and Lamar's a little banged up for running and taking those hits, it it adds up and, you know, he doesn't play too well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how the Ravens play down the stretch. Big game for them playoff wise this week. Uh, Next game, you got the, the Texans taking on the Bengals. You got CJ Stroud against Joe Burrow, a good quarterback matchup here. CJ Stroud, for those who didn't watch that game, didn't get to see it. He had five touchdowns, no picks, and unbelievable. I believe unbelievable. like 400-something yards. So he he broke rookie records for most touchdowns in a game. Uh, five, I believe, is a rookie record. Um, and it was just an impressive performance. He had a game-winning drive where he threw the ball. Oh, who was that touchdown to? I don't remember who the touchdown was, but I, I'm a Saints fan, so I was watching it as purely just beat the Bucks. That's all I cared about, and he did that. So thank you, CJ Stroud. Other side of the ball, the Bengals. They've looked, they're on a four game win streak, and I think they keep it going. I'm going to go Bengals here at home, beating the Houston Texans. 
Yeah, those are the exact CJ Stroud numbers. 470 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, rating 147.8, completing 71.4 of his passes. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah, as a rookie, come on. The poor Panthers are just doing that. We mean impressive as a rookie. No one's doing that right now. And you look at it, you look at the poor Panthers fans over there. They they had the four o'clock game, so they got to sit and watch this, and they're just sitting there like, yeah, man, we missed out. And I know you called it. You you were saying you were big on CJ Stroud, so yeah, I like CJ Stroud better than uh, Bryce Young. Yeah, but like you know, there's numbers. A lot of guys don't put those numbers together in two games. So impressive to, to come from a you know 22 23 year old um yeah i'm going to go with the Bengals as well though you know what i mean they're getting hot we all knew coming into the season you know the Bengals are a contender they were my pick to go to the super bowl and lose to the eagles they're my pick to come out of the afc and start out rough but starting to pick it up and they're going against a young team against houston at home i'm gonna go cincinnati yeah, I like it. I like it. I agree with you here. So next game, we got another good game. So three straight pretty decent games here at the one o'clock slate. You got yeah. the 49ers taking on Jacksonville in Jacksonville and Duval. And uh, this is a tough game for me because you look at it, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on a, I believe, a five game win streak now. And they beat the Bills in that span. They they had a good few games. But then you look at the other side of the ball and the 49ers are on a cold, a cold front. They really are. they Brock Purdy, let me read the stats here. Brock Purdy has thrown, I want to say, five picks in three games. And then that's also without Debo, though. Debo will be back for this game, coming off a of bye week. So they're going to be recharged a little bit, ready to go, game planned, and everything like that. But the biggest takeaway for me in this game is the Jaguars, in my opinion, are frauds. I don't believe in the Jaguars. I'm going to say this wholeheartedly as a Saints fan who got to witness the Saints-Jaguars game where the Jaguars looked good. Second half, their defense kind of fell apart. Derek Carr was going off. And I don't 100% believe in this team. I know I'm going to take heat for that, where if we're for saying that the Jaguars are frauds, in my opinion, I don't think they stand a chance against the Bengals, the the Ravens, the Chiefs. I, I just don't think they do. And and even the Bills towards the end of the season, I think the Bills are going to, their Bills are going to get it together. I just don't think the Jaguars stand a chance in these games because Trevor Lawrence, you look at it, hasn't looked insane. He has nine touchdowns, four picks throughout the season. And that's not, crazy numbers and they they've only beat the Colts twice the Falcons and the Bills were the, the one good team they beat and then the Saints and I don't I'm not putting a lot of faith in that I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the 49ers here in an away game taking on the Jaguars yeah I think when you look at the week 10 uh, schedule too I think that you can consider this the game of the week between mm-hmm. San Fran and um, Jacksonville uh, two top teams right now in their divisions you know what I mean San Fran we know is the top team in the league and Jaguars are on the rise. Um, another game that could be considered is Cleveland and Baltimore, but I think I think this is the game right here. And yeah, I like San Fran too. You know, San Fran's coming off a tough stretch. You know, they lost three straight, but they just had the bye. Get a little healthy. You're gonna get Debo back. You know what I mean? Bye could be good or bad. You know, so we'll see what happens. Um, Trent Williams is gonna be. I think he's gonna be out again he's though. Questionable. Yeah, most he's, likely out. He's pretty. I don't know what's up with that ankle injury. I don't. It could be more serious than people think. So that's that's definitely a big loss. But you know what? San Fran's a really, really good team. Bunch of talent. The coaching is, you know, amazing. Yeah, Shanahan. And, and they got pro bowlers at every level, you know, on the field. You know what I mean? Offense and defense. So I got to go with San Fran here. I think, I think they snapped the lose streak and they get back on track. I like it. I think, have we picked, I think we've picked the same teams every game so far. But yeah. Um, Next game, we got the Saints taking on the 
the astronaut and the Vikings. Uh, for those who didn't know, Josh Dobbs is also an astro- a space astronaut. Like he's this guy is just he's all over the place. He's an astronomer or something like that. NASA posted that he's the astronaut, and it's caught on. Um, I think this is an interesting game for the Saints. I think this is the most important game of the season so far. You come in two game win streak. You want to see if you can keep it going against the team who Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs just beat the Falcons with on a game winning drive with no experience with the team. They have good weapons, even without uh, Justin Jefferson. They're still solid. They have weapons all around. And the Saints, right now, their defense looks all right. But that first half defense isn't great, and then they bounce back in the second half where the offense kind of is still trying to find its its consistency. But I have a hot take here that I really think, I think Hammer's mind's going to be blown. The unspoken hero of the Saints so far is Taysom Hill. And I'm going to say here, straight up, Taysom Hill's a top 30 player in the NFL, 100%. Top 30 across the board. Yeah, I don't, down, I don't know about that, dude. It, Taysom Hill is irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. There's no other guy in the league like him. He can throw, he can catch, and he can run at a level unlike any other. So right now, this season alone, he has – let me find it. He has, I believe, three rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and a passing touchdown. And in the red zone, he's unstoppable because you don't know if he's going to rush, pass, or receive a, receive a ball. So this guy, I'm excited for the rest of the season. I think the Saints are going to force feed him the ball with Colin Saunders at uh, fullback in front of him in the red zone. I think he scores maybe – four more rushing touchdowns at least by the end of the year so i'm excited for him if anyone doesn't have him in fantasy i advise you going to pick him up trading for him picking him up in the waiver wire whatever you got to do Taysom mills a top 10 tight end the rest of the year yeah all of that and you guys are five, five and four so nice um game win streak That's yeah that was a really bad take no he's a dynamic player but no he's not a top 30 player in this league 100 he's, he's not i don't think you don't you put him anywhere he's gonna do the same i don't understand who who else do you put that can do that same thing? No one. There's no one else in the league that's doing that. There's no, not. It's not a top 30 player, though. He's the, he's the second player in NFL history to ever have 10 touch, 10 passing, rushing, and receiving touchdowns. Second ever. So I don't I don't want to say, like, yeah, like, I'm not – there is bias here, but you sit back and look at it. No one else is doing what he's doing, and I don't think – I don't think you can find someone else that would be able to do that role for the Saints. So uh, yeah, we'll see if he wins MVP. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints here. They got hopefully they. I'm rooting for them. Got to be Minnesota. Um, Minnesota. You know, I don't really know. You know, I I think this is gonna be a good matchup. Minnesota is has been good against the Saints in recent years, as we know. Um, but this is a new team. This is a young team. At home, tough place to play. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Saints because I need the Saints to win. Gotta agree. My my Saints are winning this week. So Hammer, I'll let you do the next game since you are the Packers fan of the podcast. Break it down for us. Yikes. Yep. All right. So Green Bay travels to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Um, I think this is gonna be a really ugly game. Uh, yeah. Both both offenses have struggled. Both defenses have you know have been playing good. Believe it or not, the Packers defense. I saw on like two websites this morning, one that one of them had them ranked eight, eighth in the league. Another one had them ranked tenth. So Green Bay's defense right now is a top ten defense somehow. I don't know how, but you know, based on scoring, passing yards, all that combined, and total defense, they're a top ten. So you know, two defenses playing well and two offenses are playing bad. I think this is gonna be a really low scoring game, like a seventeen thirteen something like that, sixteen. 
12. I don't know. Something like that. I think it's going to be an ugly game. Oh, man. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I did no, this last the Packers, dude. No, I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers because I picked the Rams last week to beat the Packers. And the Packers won. So I'm going to do a little, you know, a little reverse psychology. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Steelers because you know what? I think right now they are the better team. They've been a, like more consistent. Like, believe it or not, the Steelers have the same record as, you know, the 49ers, the five and three. So I, they're playing more consistent. I think they got the better team all, all around right now, the way they're playing. Better head yeah. coach, home field. I'm going to go with the Steelers to win this, but hopefully Green Bay can uh, pull it out. Yeah, you stole my fu- you stole my thunder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Steelers too. I'm not going to add more to it. I think Steelers defense just is going to overpower the Packers. Um, next game, you got the Titans and Will Levis taking on Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. And this is an interesting game between two, three, and five teams where they've had sparks on both sides and they've looked all right in different games. The Buccaneers have looked like against the Saints, they looked outstanding and then the titans <clears throat> they looked great against who they play i think it was was it the steelers a couple weeks ago where will levis said his great no it was the falcons i think falcons. it was the falcons where will levis just came out guns blazing and balled out i'm gonna go titans here taking on the bucks the bucks have lost three straight ever since they said they own the division so bucks you suck titans win yeah i'm gonna go with the bucks here so the first uh matchup the meme jinks uh sw- switch on Thank i'm gonna God. go with tampa here um not much to say. I just think I think I think Will Levis had that one game against the Falcons. Whoa, like who's this dude? And I think you know he's starting to settle in to where he belongs. Defense, you know, kind of like figuring him out. You know, he had a good day against the Steelers. It wasn't good enough. I think he's, you know, struggles a little bit against Tampa. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he pulls it out. And then next game, you got the Big Birds taking on the Tweety Birds with the Falcons versus the Cardinals, and I. I don't want to pick either team here. I, I don't love this game. I think the, the Falcons until otherwise uh, prove me wrong. I think they suck. They don't know how to use their weapons. And then the Cardinals. <clears throat> well, let's, team, let's give, let's give them, that. let's give the audience a little like behind the scenes. Why we and Jenks don't like the Falcons. Yeah, you go. So go. You want me to go for it? Yeah, you go. So me and Jenks, as you guys know, we run a fantasy team together and we have Bijan Robinson. The running back, you know, that running back for the Falcons. So they drafted what fifth overall, seventh, something like that. Eighth. Yeah. Yeah. We have that guy. We drafted that guy. Um, I think the past three weeks, I think he's combined for maybe 12 points, something like that. It's it's been bad. They just don't give him the football. I saw a comment by Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, saying, yeah, you know, we use him kind of like a decoy and distraction. You know, by doing that, it opens up, you know, stuff for other players and you know things like that. But I don't know how, you know, I don't know how much longer that's going to be working because teams know you're not giving the ball to him. And I, I just don't understand what's going on over there. I really don't. He's the thing to me is he, he's your number eight pick. You didn't need to take a running back. You didn't need to. You had other needs on the team, and you went and picked a running back, so use them. Like, if you're going to do that, use the guy you pick. So it pissed me off. Uh, honestly, it really did. And as a Saints fan, I can't stand the Falcons already. I'm going to go Cardinals here, beating the Falcons. Kyler Murray debut of the season at home in Arizona. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going Falcons. Um, Arizona's terrible. And oh, Kyler, I believe. Yeah. Um, they're terrible, and... The Falcons are just like weird, weird team. 
Interesting are. though. I mean, four and five, you know, I don't know. They, they show flash, flashes and then other weeks it's really bad. So I'm going to go with the Falcons though. I don't mind it. Don't mind the pick, but hey, Foul Clowns are still always going to be the Foul Clowns. Then we got next game. We got the Lions taking on the Chargers. And the Lions are looking to have yet another good game, whereas the, the Chargers are looking to carry or keep it snowball and keep it going. Last week, they looked pretty pretty damn good against the Jets on offense. And it's, not, Austin, it's not tough to do. It's not tough the to Jets do. have a good defense. I mean, their offense looks bad. So, I mean, obviously, the Chargers defense looked all right. but It's the Jets, though. Jets defense is still solid defense, but you have Austin Eckler, who's kind of been overrated. <laughs> I think yeah, the Jets, are, de- I think the Jets guys, defense so. overrated. That's just my. I mean, hey, I mean, to use their own, I think they're still solid defense all around, and the Chargers have been underperforming. Um, but last week they finally showed up. Austin Eckler two touchdowns and looks like he's going to be a fantasy weapon the rest of the year. So this is this is an underrated game for this this week. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty damn explosive game on both sides. I think both offenses are going to have good games. And I think the Lions eke out a win last second versus the Chargers with uh, Staley making some boneheaded decision. Yeah, I think, I think you know, the Lions are the better team right now. They're playing better football, more consistent. Chargers are, you know, they're also a talented team. I don't, yeah, like you said, you know, the coaching has just been bad over there, and that's and that's what's been holding them back these past couple of years. I think this is a good game, though. I think it's kind of high scoring. But I think Detroit's going to um, seal it, you know, like you said, at the end. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Yeah, I agree. And then next game, yuck. I'm not going into detail for this. Cowboys are blowing out the, the Giants, just letting everyone know. DeVito's going to do terribly through two picks, I think, against the Raiders last week. And the Raiders' defense is nothing compared to the Cowboys' defense, so it's just going to be a rough Cowboys win. Cowboys. Yeah, not much to say there. Then we got the commies taking on the Seagulls in the, another afternoon matchup here. And Seahawks looking to bounce back from whatever the hell that performance was against the Ravens, 37-3 loss. And the Commanders came off a win against the Patriots, who are not a great team. But this is an interesting matchup for me. I think the Seahawks are frauds. And I've been saying that for, I don't know, the last few weeks now. I've been talking with hammer i think every week and i've been saying the seahawks are overrated people are hyping them up as contenders they're not contenders they're pretenders so these guys are frauds they have not beat anyone impressive um and i think the commanders win here my underdog pick of the week is commanders i'm gonna go with seattle i think they bounce back you know last week tough game but you know what everyone has those games once in a while it happens baltimore's playing really good football right now i mean they did the same thing to detroit and we're talking about detroit as a contender for the nfc so i'm gonna go with seattle i think they bounce back i think they got a good team they brought up they brought in some guys you know to, to help that defensive line and what else i have geno smith fantasy go seahawks <laughs> I feel bad for you if you have Gino on your fantasy team. Cause, yeah, I know. Two, man, QB, two QB league is my second. So Here, let me let me read off the rankings for you guys. So Seahawks offense, 29th in, in, in attempts in passing, 25th in passing completions. Then you got 25th in rushing yards, 29th in rushing attempts, 
25th in first downs, 30th in third down percentage, 25th in fourth down percentage. They're not looking good. They, they have their seventh in sacks allowed, so they should be passing well. They should. Gino's not playing well. He has weapons for him. I don't think they're a great team. I'm just, I like the commanders here, but I respect the, respect the confidence in the Seahawks. Then next game, we got the Jets taking on the Raiders, and I can't believe we have to watch another Jets primetime game. It's Unbelievable. rough. They should I mean, they should have flexed this. I mean, like, they to. how do you how do you not flex this? Like, I mean, I would flex it and make it Baltimore and Cleveland or San Fran and Jacksonville yeah. or something like that. Even yeah, Cincinnati, Houston, like this stinks. Yeah, it's just like you see this coming from like two weeks away. They should have flexed this. They, it should have been flexed two weeks ago, three weeks ago, because the Jets don't deserve it. They've seen Zach Will, Zach Wilson come out and suck. They just they just want to see. They just want to show Aaron Rodgers on his twenty Achilles throwing. Passes to Devontae pregame. That's what they want. That's what they yeah, want. But it's, it, man, I can't even, it's just, I'm not going to say anything more. I think the Raiders defense eats Zach Wilson's lunch, take his lunch money, and then get a few sacks. So uh, Josh Jacobs has a good game. Antonio Pierce has them smoking cigars in the locker room afterwards. Raiders, you're back up. Good job. Nothing else to say. Raiders win. I'm going with the Jets. Wow. wow. Bold prediction for Henry. I'm the of the week. Mm, yeah, this my, upset of the week. Yeah. All right. Upset of the week. I'm going with the Jets. Um, why am I taking the Jets? I think the Raiders are a mess. I know they just beat the Giants, but the Giants are a bigger mess than them. They killed the Giants, but they're a bigger mess yeah. than them. The Raiders are kind of a mess right now. Devontae is frustrated. Um and I think the Jets are just going to like, I don't know. I think they're going to be a week-to-week team. I think they're going to kind of hang in there until Rodgers comes back. I, I'm assuming Rodgers maybe comes back for like, I don't know, maybe the last like three, four last games. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, giving them a chance to go make the playoffs, get a wild card. I think the Jets just keep it close until like, like I think they find a way to win games and just try to keep them in the playoff picture. Until Rodgers comes back, so and I just feel like this is one of those games that they have to win to do that. You know what I mean? And I think it's you know that NFL scripted, and I feel like that's gonna be like set up like that's the story set up. Rodgers gonna make a return, and it's like all right, we're gonna see if we can win out and get to, get into the playoffs. You know what I mean? So I'm, I think this is one of the games they win, and I'm gonna go with the Jets. I respect it. I, I like the the confidence in the NFL's rig too. I, I like you throwing that in there. Uh, next I mean, game. Yeah, Jordan Love's not doing good. It's gotta be rigged. It's gotta be. <laughs> if the Packers aren't doing well after 30 years, you know, it's just, screw the NFL, man. Anyway, <laughs> next week or next game, we got the Broncos coming off a bye week and a win versus the Chiefs, taking on the the cold streak Buffalo Bills, who have not been doing too hot. And I mean, they're underperforming is an understatement. I think they're five and four now as a team, which is the same record as the Saints and a few other teams that. Don't look very great, and the the Vikings in, included. Um, I think the I think the Bills bounce back here at home, beat the scrappy Broncos, and maybe a close game, kind of not not defensive, maybe in the twenties. I think it's going to be like a one score game. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think Buffalo beats them by a good like fourteen, seventeen. Um, so I got Buffalo. I, I I don't mind it. If Buffalo does, I wouldn't mind it at all because my mom would be happy and she wouldn't be yelling yelling at me every two seconds because the Bills suck right now. So yeah. I, I wouldn't Some, mind it. 
some really exciting teams on by Kansas City, the Rams, Dolphins, and Eagles. So, like three of those teams, Kansas City, Dolphins, Eagles. Enders, yeah. That hurts uh, fantasy owners. <laughs> like in one league, I have Tua, Waddle, and Kelsey out. Another league, I have like AJ Brown out. So, it's going to be a tough week. Tough week for some fantasy owners like me. All right, guys, getting right into our fantasy recap for the week. Yet, uh, yet again, another great week fantasy because someone's getting hot over here. So uh, bounce back is still going. Uh, do a win recap really quick. Gloves didn't fit yet again. Another win for him. They, who who knew? Who who expected anything less? Uh, he's eight and one now with a stack team. Hammer on a four game win streak. So both of us on some some decent win streaks here wait he's not a, just a second. four yeah, yeah that. not just a four game win streak but second at seven and two seven two that's solid uh then we got nicholas lewis six and three on another win he just got a win bouncing back from that loss uh week prior and then we got paul Burnson, the kirk uh kirk raid cardinals uh two win streak he's at five and four and then you got a, f- a few people are just like in this middle of the pack kind of game with uh like four and five, five and four, a couple of losing records or losing streaks. And you got me coming in at four and five on a three game win streak. So start off one and five, looking very little hope coming into the, the last few weeks. But we we persist and we keep going. We keep pushing. I said the I had my little motivational speech last week for the team. And I, th- I think we win again this week. I'm playing Wilson, who's two and seven, but he has went. He is the last winner from last week. Wilson, who. I mean, you look at it, he's, he's averaging a good amount in points for the last few weeks, so I'm a little bit worried for that. But all in all, uh, I think I can keep it going and possibly squeak my way into the playoffs in the next few weeks. We'll see what happens. Final, final stretch coming up, so it's going to be interesting. All right, well, Jenks, final thoughts before week 10. <sighs> final thoughts. I mean, hey, I'll let you do the PSA, but we're I'm turning things – not to the PSA. They don't deserve it. Fine. I'm going to say it. People who don't make the trade, within they offer you a trade, and you say, all right, and they don't accept it when we offer it. I mean, come on. What is that? What's up with that? Anyways. No, wait. That's, that's, confu- gotta... that's confusing. <laughs> Hold on. It's just simple. If we send you a trade and you text us, yes, I like that trade. I'm going to make that trade. Okay. Just go into the app and accept the trade. <laughs> it's not not that hard. Like that, they gotta understand the trade doesn't get accepted through text. You have to go through the app and accept the trade. Yeah, it's killing us. It's These killing people us. say they accept We're the making... trade and they don't. They don't accept it, and it's just like day after day, and it's like, you know, because you have to make the trade before, like. You know, like for this dumb league we're in, we're not the commissioner, <laughs> so it's stupid. But like, it takes two days for the trade to go through, so we got to get this thing going before Sunday. You know what I mean? So the clock is ticking, and these guys are killing us. Hopefully, yeah. they don't they don't watch this part and make it to the end of the video, because then they might get frustrated and not make the trade. But no, nah, they're not going to. Anyways, go that's it. But we're making draft day type moves. Our team's turning around. Hammer, I'll let we you are. close it out. We are all right. Well. Hopefully the Packers can win. Make this thing a little interesting. Get to four and five. Never know. Never know. Last five games are really easy. Maybe we'll do a segment in the future about the Packers making the playoffs. Jordan Love. Let's do um, it. Do it, man. 
But with that being said, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at Podcast. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy some football. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go, Pat, go. Sports Social Podcast Network.